I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Hello and welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Guys, let me ask a favor. If you're finding value, think about subscribing. Think about sharing this with someone else. It would really help the channel grow. All right, let's dive into our topic today. It's going to be probably a short and sweet one, but it was something that I thought about as a parent, how I'm always telling my sons to do something not once, usually not twice, but probably three or more times. And why is that? Well, it's usually for multiple reasons. Now, I will give the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes it's because they just did not hear what I said or what my wife said. So they just didn't hear it. Therefore, they're not doing what we asked of them. But... <laughs> The majority of the time, they did hear whatever we were asking, and they didn't do it. And that could have been because they were in the middle of doing something that they wanted to do, perhaps finish a video game, watch a YouTube video, television, playing with a friend, whatever the case may be, but they were in the middle of something, and they didn't want to stop doing something in order to do the task that they were asked. Another reason is they just do not want to do the task. <clears throat> so they're going to put it off. They're going to ignore it. And they're just not going to do it until you basically force them to do it. Um, and then, you know, eventually it gets done because, you know, as their parents, we stay on them. We may have to threaten them with grounding or some kind of punishment. Uh, but, but usually in the end it gets done. And if it doesn't, you know, there is punishment. But I was thinking about this the other day, and I think this is common for a lot of parents to have to deal with this. And, and honestly, I'll take blame. Um, you know, we probably should lay the rule down and say, we're only going to ask once. If we ask more than once, then, you know, you're in trouble at that point. But I guess we, we show too much, quote unquote, grace, and we don't usually punish after the first time. Maybe that's bad parenting. I'll have to work on that. But... Um, Usually it's not like an immediate thing that they have to get done or it's like a do or die situation. You know, a lot of times it's like, hey, you know, can you throw your trash away or can you, you know, let the dog out or can you feed the dog or can you put your backpack away or your shoes away or clothes away or fold the laundry or, you know, just a little task that it doesn't necessarily have to get done right that moment and something tragic is going to happen but it is usually something that we'd like to have done and then usually it gets strung out and maybe it doesn't get done but there are times when we need something done pretty immediately um, you know for instance if Louis Ann just got back from the grocery store and there's items that need to be refrigerated or put in the freezer and she's asked the boys to do it and then they don't do it immediately I mean then that could that can cause a problem you know obviously we don't want food to go bad um, but again that's not like a, a big do or die but sometimes there's issues where you know hey get something out of the oven before it burns or you know something uh, where there's a little bit more of a consequence and those are the times that it does get more frustrating as a parent when you ask them to do something and then it doesn't get done because, again, there's, there's a consequence there. And it got me reflecting on our spiritual life and how God asks us to do something. And if I think about it from the parent perspective, again, I, I never really thought about this as a kid. I mean, I, you know, I'm 
I'm thinking more about I don't really want to do the task or the chore or whatever they're asking of me. I'm not really thinking of it from a greater, deeper standpoint. But once I became a parent, I began to think about it a little bit more. You know, there's an old saying that slow obedience is no obedience. And again, never really thought about it much as a kid. Think about it a whole lot more now that I'm adult. Um, That slow obedience, you know, what does that really mean? I mean, it, you hear it, but you're not obeying. You're, you're making an excuse or you're just doing something to delay the task because you, again, you don't want to do it. You don't see value in it, perhaps, uh, or it's just going to interfere with something that you're currently doing. Therefore, you don't want to sacrifice to do it. So how does that play into our spiritual life? How does that play into when God asks us to be obedient. Now, I think we would all like to think that, you know, if we literally got a command verbally from God that said, hey, I need you to go do X, you know, we would get up and we'd go do it immediately. And that may be the case. But guess what? We have lots of commands all throughout the Bible that tell us to do certain things. And sometimes we purposely disobey. We just choose not to obey that command or not to obey that um, virtue or that, you know, standard that God sets. And we say, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do my own thing this time. I want to do this because it somehow, uh, you know, fulfills a selfish desire or need or, you know, a want that, that we want. And so we do it. We sin. We disobey God. Sometimes we partially obey him. You know, like, well, like, okay, okay, I'll do this, God, but I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm only going to do half of it. Again, that is not full obedience. We don't get to pick and choose things out of the Bible that we want to believe in. You either believe the Bible as a whole and you believe God and his commands as a whole, or you're choosing to be disobedient and you're choosing only to do what you want to do. And that is wrong is a sin. And then we get to this, this slow obedience. You know, why, why would we be slow to obey if God tells us to do something? Well, it could be the exact same reasons we as humans or disobey or we're slow to obey people in authority, whether it be a parent or a boss or a coach that asks us to do something. We just don't want to do it probably the majority of the time. We, we're, you know, it doesn't fit into what we want to do at that moment. You know, maybe we're tired or don't, you know, we have something else going on that we want to put our attention to. Well, God asks us to do things all the time in the Bible. You know, we see how we're supposed to live, how we're supposed to treat others. You know, sometimes you may not want to love your neighbor. You know, you're, you're in a bad mood or your neighbor has done something to upset you and you choose, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm going to love my neighbor, but I'm not going to love them right now that they have upset me. They've done, they've done me wrong or whatever, and you just choose at that moment to not love them, to not care for them, to not be nice to them, maybe to talk bad about them, whatever it is, and you're disobeying God. But you may be saying, well, you know, God, eventually I'm going to love them, but not right now because they, they did me wrong. You know, they said this hateful thing about me or they were nasty to me, whatever. That could be one instance. It could just be selfishly we don't want to obey God. You know, we're having too much fun with our friends or or partaking in partying or whatever it is that 
you're doing that you know is not right. And you may be saying, oh, well, eventually I'm not going to do these things. I'm not going to go live this party lifestyle. But right now I'm young. I'm having fun. I'm just going to do it. And eventually I'll get around to living a better life. You know, maybe when I'm married one day or maybe when I have kids one day. It's whatever excuse that you're coming up with to delay the obedience. And that is disobeying God. The slow obedience is no obedience. There's a passage in Psalm chapter 119, verse 60, that says this. Without delay, I hurry to obey your commands. Don't we wish we could all say that? Without delay, I hurry, (laughs) I hurry to obey your commands. Man, the thought from a parent perspective, if my son's hurried to obey me, like, like I think it's, you know, a, a huge win if they obey on the first time without any kind of negative comments. It's just like you ask them to do something, boom, they get up and they do it. It's like, wow, man, that was, that was a win. To think that they jump up and they hurry, they rush to do it, and then even do it with a good attitude, that is like, what? <laughs> that is a huge win. Now, let's flip this back on us and our spiritual life. Don't you think God wants that? Yeah, I mean, he's our heavenly father. Absolutely, he wants that. Absolutely, he wants us to quit making excuses, to quit delaying, to quit saying, well, I don't know why God wants me to do this, or God, are you sure? I mean, I, you know, and start making these excuses as to why you want to delay the obedience that God's asking you to do. What if you, without delay, hurried to obey his commands? Man, makes me feel makes me feel weak, you know, because I know so many times I don't do that. I don't live up to that standard. And I wish I did. I wish I always, without question, hurried without delay to obey God. But I'll, I'll think in my head, well, I don't know, God, maybe, maybe I know what's best in this situation. Or God, I really don't want to do that right now. Are you sure? You know, this, this doesn't really fit into my, my plan or, or, or my wants or my desires. That's us making excuses. That's us trying to get out of obeying God. And as a parent, when, when I ask my sons to do something, there's always a purpose. I never want to just intentionally have them do a task that means absolutely nothing because I just feel like it. I think it'd be funny, or I think, you know, whatever, my own entertainment. Never. I'm always asking them to do something that has a purpose, and most of the time it's to benefit them. If it's not to benefit them, it's to somehow benefit our family or perhaps our Lord, um, but, but there's a benefit to it. There's a purpose. There's a reason. Now, I don't expect them to always understand. They're young. They don't have the same wisdom and perspective that I do, and I don't, I don't want them to necessarily fully understand every time. I just want them to do it, knowing that, that there's a benefit to it, or there's a purpose, or there's a reason. And again, I think back to my life with God, okay? So why am I questioning God? God is a lot better parent and a lot better father than I am. 
And of course, he's never going to ask me to do something just to be doing it. Just to get, you know, kicks and giggles out of it. No, there's always going to be a purpose. And more times than not, it's going to be for my own good. You know, for my benefit. It's going to be for the benefit of him and his kingdom and his glory, which ultimately is for me and my benefit. So why am I questioning him? Why am I questioning my creator that loves me more than I can ever understand? It's stupid, right? It's stupid when we sit there and think about it and reason it out. So young people, I want you to try to grasp that. Now look, I get it. Not all parents are great. Not not all parents are, are asking their kids to do stuff that is truly for their benefit and truly for their good. There, there are some bad parents out there that maybe asking their kids to do immoral things or break the law or, or do something that's contrary to God. So let's exclude those people, okay? But majority of parents are probably wanting you to grow and to benefit. So when they're asking you or an authority or a coach, there's usually a benefit to it. Now, hopefully you are wise enough to understand the difference between immoral things and moral things, okay? So never do anything that a parent or a coach or authority figure is asking you to do if it's immoral, if it's against God's word. But as long as it's, you know, perfectly legal and and perfectly moral and lines up with God, then we need to work on quick obedience. No delay, hurrying, as this verse said, to obey God. Um, to obey the authority figure. And again, the, the obeying authority and obeying of parents, that's the side note. The real thing that I want you to focus on is obeying God. Look, I understand it is extremely difficult to be a teenager. You are bombarded, or even young 20s or young 30s. It's, it, hey, it's hard to be an adult, Okay. So it really doesn't matter your age, but I do get it. The younger you are, probably the more you struggle with um, your identity and, you know, trying to not um, hurt your reputation or your, you know, you're trying to have popularity and friends a lot more when you're younger than you are when you're older. But still, you need to be obedient to God and His commands. If God is asking you to do something, if he's calling you to do something, or if you know the Bible is very clear on something, you need to not delay in your obedience. Don't say, oh, I'm going to do this, but I'll eventually obey. I'll eventually, you know, keep that command, but not right now because I'm young and I'm trying to have fun. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I heard that when I was in high school. Man, I'm going to live for me. I'm going to party it up. And, you know, when I get older, then then I'll live for God. That's stupidest mindset I've ever heard. You may not get tomorrow, okay? There's plenty of people that, you know, are going to die today that they'll never see tomorrow, so and it doesn't really matter your age. I mean, young people die all the time, so don't think that. And also, what, I mean, what is that really accomplishing? You're not benefiting yourself. The commands that God is giving us is for our benefit. We're not somehow benefiting him by obeying him. God is perfect and complete. He does not need our obedience. We have to remember that. Obedience and the commands that we're giving is for our good and for our benefit. And he's like, look, you want the best life possible? Obey these commands. 
I'm God. I'm perfect. I don't need them. I don't need these rules. I don't need these commandments. I don't need you to obey me. I'm perfect without you. But if you will obey these things, your life will be better. Your life will be more fulfilled. Your life will be more joyous. I can use you in greater ways if you will be obedient. You keep being slow to be obedient. You keep delaying the obedience. I'm going to use you less. That's what God's saying. I'll use you less if you're not going to be obedient. I need somebody that's willing. I need somebody that's going to be obedient. I need someone that's going to do what I ask them to do. And they, in turn, will be rewarded. Guys, we will be rewarded. It's not like we're doing this and it's a sacrifice and we're never going to see rewards from it. Not that we should. I mean, heck, God doesn't you know, need to give us anything. We don't deserve anything. He does deserve our respect and, and he deserves our obedience, but we don't deserve anything. So guys, think about that. Think about the perspective of don't delay in your obedience to God. Don't delay in obeying him and what he wants for your life. Be quick, fast to obey because slow obedience is no obedience. Guys, thanks for tuning in to the podcast again. Love you. If you need me, reach out to me. My email's in the show notes. Would love to hear from you. And we will catch you guys next week in the next podcast. Until then, be good. Love God. Focus on Jesus. Be quick to obey. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no.